Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. I think you can probably do better than that. I said praise the Lord. Come on, let every, come on, let every, let, let every demon and devil hear you tonight. Come on, come on. Come on, for those tough stains, you got to shout them out. I dare you to shout. Come on. Come on, let's give a praise break. Come on. Stand up and praise God for about 35 seconds. Come on. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice like a trumpet this morning. Come on, come on, come on. Shout the walls down. Shout every demon and devil and every barrier. I dare you to shout at your breakthrough. Shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. There's triumph in your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and begin to rejoice. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your voice. Hallelujah. God has ordained strength in your mouth. There's strength in your mouth to silence the enemy. Come on, somebody. I dare you to praise God. Praise God will confuse the enemy. Come on, somebody. Ha-ha. There's something in your mouth. Come on. There's something in your voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I like this. Thank you all for having me. Thank you, Apostle, for having me. Y'all can have a seat. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Love this ministry. Praise the Lord. Amen? Now, you don't know me. That's, that's okay. I'm crazy. I'll let you know that. I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to preach. So, if you, because if you, you come to a little bitty three point sermon and a poem and a lesson, you got the wrong preacher. Uh, I'm 100% Holy Ghost Pentecostal. I'm Pentecostal from the head down to my toes. Come on, somebody. I'm on a mission and I ain't come to play. Are you hearing me? Are you ready to have some church up in here? I said up in here. Come on, you're going to receive something today. You're going to receive an anointing today that when you get in your car and look at your rear view mirror, you don't know who you are. Come on, somebody. You're going to have to, get God, you're going to, have to ask God to introduce you to your new self. Because something's going to get on you. Not something, but someone. Praise the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Hallelujah. Well, Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. I am on a medication. I am on a medication. Tell me I'll smile a little bit. Let me know you're still breathing. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet to what God's about to do in your little life. Ha 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 ha. I'm already seeing things in the Holy Ghost. Ha ha. So we're just gonna pray tonight, today, tonight. We're going to pray like Brother Dad Hagen taught us to pray. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17 through 23. You should pray those prayers, the prayers of Paul. So I pray today that the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give us today, Father, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. That the eyes of our understanding today, Lord, would be enlightened. That we may know the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. 
And what is the exceedingly greatness of his mighty power, which he brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand far above all principalities and powers and name and cancer and sickness and disease. Hallelujah. And we are his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Well, let's go to Ephesians 2. Let's read some 4 through 6. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he has loved us, even when I was dead in sin, he hath quickened us, made me alive, and now we sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Might as well pray Ephesians 3, verse 14 through 20 while we're here. And I pray that you would grant us today, Lord. God, grant this church today according to the riches of your glory that we would be strengthened with mighty working power in our inner man. That Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith that we may know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge. That we may be filled with all the fullness of God now unto Him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly of all we ask or think according to that same power that's working in us unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Do you, you, I believe I receive it. Do you got it? You know, some people pray to him, you know, Lord, if you have time on your busy schedule, come on, but with, by faith, in Him, we have access. Come on. And we have access into the holies of holies. In God's presence, which is never being hacked. You can hack in my Facebook account, but you can't hack into God's glory. He gave you free access. Come on. To come to Him boldly in the times of need that we may find grace and help in the time of trouble. Through the blood. Come on, don't make me start preaching already up in here now. I said through the blood we have access. Oh, come on. I know it was the blood. I have faith in the blood. I believe in the blood. This ain't natural blood. This is blessed blood. It's the blood of Jesus. And I can plead the blood. I can rest my case on the blood that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, that's when the Spirit of God will lift up a standard against him. Now, I'm a preacher now. Watch out. Some people read the Bible and fall asleep. Well, you know, this is really great stuff. And some folks read the Bible and can't sleep. Ah. The Holy Spirit takes information and brings information and makes it revelation. Are you hearing me today? You know, going to the Sweet Baptist Church... I thought I needed more rededication. I got saved five different times. <laughs> I get saved every Sunday. Lord, I need to get saved, Jesus. I need to get more closer to God. Then I figured out that I did not need more rededication. I needed more revelation. Huh. <laughs> Now I got some revelation. I know I'm not coming to church trying to get something. I wish I could come to church, Apostle. I need a blessing. Read your Bible. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed me with every spiritual blessing and heavenly places in Christ. I'm not trying to get, I already got it. Hey, I'm in Him. In Him we live and move and have our being. In Him we're being redeemed. In Him you look a lot better in Him. I'm a preacher now. I'm not do, I don't do good teaching. Praise the Lord. Let's talk about the gospel. Are you ready? Let's talk about the gospel. Praise God. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit, there is no sad Holy Spirit. 
you can't even get a sad anointing. The anointing is called the oil of joy. You may need an oil change today. <laughs> Tell people come to church and it's like sit there and like, I wish they ain't hurry up. I need to go to town. <laughs> and really and truly, uh, uh, God told Jeremiah, when you preach the gospel, don't look at their faces. <laughs> and people are like, um, hmm. yeah, this is great. Great lesson. But how do you know that you, when you take God's word and you don't receive it like a word from man? Uh-oh. But you take it like it's a word from God. And David said, I rejoice in your word. Like has someone given me a great treasure. I act on that word. I take the word like some medicine. I take it by my mouth daily. I'm on a prescription. I'm on medication. I smoke it. Oh, if God be for me, who can be against me? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. By his stripes I'm healed. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. I'm blessed coming in, blessed coming now, blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I ain't no pandemic. I'm in prosperity. The Lord takes pleasure in my prosperity. It is His goodwill that I'd prosper and be in health even as my soul prospers. When the world says a famine, I say I live in a feast. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. Glory. Ha-ha. 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 I've been drinking. Excuse me. Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1 and verse 17, 16 and 17. Romans chapter 1, 16 and 17. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You did, you did hear about the joke about the guy that was addicted to drinking brake fluid. He could stop on a dime. I got to get y'all laughing a little bit. Some of y'all are just too serious. You know, I'm going through some stuff, brother. You don't know what I'm going through. <laughs> well, life was not meant to be sober. Because if you're sober, you take everything serious. I got some serious problems. <laughs> oh, people say, Brother Glad, why don't you, why are you always happy I can read? I win. I'm not fighting for victory. I am fighting from victory. No, the side over here, get this. I'm not fighting for the victory. I'm not even fighting the devil no more. Why are you fighting the devil? One guy said, Why aren't you fighting the devil, Glad? It ain't my fight to fight. He got to know what fight to fight. I don't fight the devil, he's been defeated. When Jesus died and rose again, he went down to hell and he stripped the enemy, disarmed him, paralyzed him, took him by the neck of the shirt and drug him down hell and dethroned him. He has been defeated. Every demon, come on now, every devil, the big devils, the small devils, the bald-headed devils, the long-haired devils, every single demon, there is no special demons. Only defeated ones. I'm not trying to get it. I am in Him. If I am in Christ, I got victory, not just on a Sunday. He did not say have faith in God in church. You have faith in God when that light bill comes in. And you're like, Lord Jesus, but my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Woo! When the devil says, well, I ain't going to make it financially. Well, I'm a giver, I'm a tither, I'm a sower. God multiplies my seed sown. I got something to say about that situation. Paul said in Romans 1.16, I am not... I'm going to preach today. I feel my help coming on me. I feel a helper. 
No, we need professional help. So the Holy Ghost is our professional helper. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is a good therapist. People say, well, I need a therapist to talk to. No, you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. He's a good communicator. He don't speak of his own self. But he talks about Jesus. People say, glorify yourself in me. You get filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. The Holy Ghost's job is not to glorify your ministry. Uh-oh, I'm about to preach now. Because if you want to glorify your ministry, you're in the wrong place, baby. It's not our job to glorify our gift, to glorify our ministry. It is our job to be with him, to be in him, to be risen with him, and let his glory shine in us. I am crucified with Christ. No longer I live, but Christ who lives in me. Little I moved out. Big Christ moved in. You got to get the eye out of the way. iPad, iPhone. Huh? I want to do a ministry. Apostle, I want to do a ministry. You want to clean a church. You want to preach a sermon and you won't even mow the church's yard? You got to start down to get up here. That's why John said we got to decrease, that he must increase. Got too much flesh in the pulpit. Do you know what the pulpit means, preachers? It means pulling people out of the pit. And if you're not pulling them out of the pit, close it up and go home. It is our job to pull people out of the pit. We are pit pullers. And we have to have the power of God to pull folks out of the pit. You got some folks in the church in the pit. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. I'm on fire. Don't get, don't get close to me. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Woo. What is the gospel? It's not your theory. It's not your opinion. The gospel is the power. Watch out now. Y'all ain't ready for homeboy now. It's the power. Somebody shout power. Power over sin, power over demons, power over devils, power over cancer, power over cigarettes, power over weed, power over alcohol, power over your flesh, power over your mind, power over your body, power, dunamis, wonder working power, shout power. I can't hear but to see it. Power. Power over sin. Power of the coronavirus 19, 18, 17, and 14. I love y'all. I don't know why it's coronavirus 19. Ain't this year 20? Anyways. <laughs> Woo! The gospel is the power of God. To salvation. Acts 1 8 said, But ye shall receive power. I'm sick and tired of a powerless Pentecost. I'm tired of three points in a poem, in a lesson, in a story, and no anointing, and no power, and no glory. God, give us some preachers back. Give us some men and women that walk holy and pure and live a holy life and got some character with their lifestyle. Go ahead and run, I'll run with you. She's going to catch a runner. You know what catching a runner means? <laughs> oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because <laughs> you, see, you, see, you see all these pews? They're supposed to be filled with full of folks. Ha ha ha. Ha ha people are wanting power. Come on. Power in the wrong places. But once you know the Holy Ghost, <laughs> He's got power. 
the same power that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in our mortal body. We don't have no junior Holy Spirit. We don't have a little dab of do you. God gave you everything that His Son has got. He who has a Son has life. The life of God is on the inside of you. You got power. What's power mean? Let me help you out. <laughs> it's dunamis. It's dynamite. It's explosive. Power. The gospel is not to bind you up. The gospel is to free you up. Religion will bind you, but the gospel will free you. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Can I preach like I want to preach? Up in here. Acts chapter 2, in the day. Now God, start hooping now. Watch out now. A white boy may preach up in here. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they was all with one mind and one accord. Somebody shout, suddenly. I need some suddenly in my life. So suddenly there was a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind. The Holy Ghost came in there and messed up that prayer meeting, messed up that prayer breakfast, messed up your sermon, you know, messed up your church attendance. The Holy Ghost will mess up your agenda. And on that 120, there was a sound from heaven. And the Bible says they was all filled with the Holy Ghost and begin to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. I'm not ashamed of Pentecostal power. I'm not ashamed of the blood of Jesus. When they say, you know, I think you're one of them tongue talkers. I sure am a tongue talker. You can cuss God. I can bless God. I said, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, He gives you power. Come on, somebody. Power to stand in temptation when that pretty little girl shows her leg to you. You go, hot You got power to withstand anything the devil throws at you. And the devil will throw everything at you, even the kitchen sink. But you got power over every demon, over devils, over everything. You got the power. Ah, power. The gospel is the power. Good news. Ah, the spirit of the Lord is on me. Not to just sit and soak in our churches. <laughs> you know how people are in the church. Is that my first preaching? Honey, I've been around the street before. I'm saved and I know that I am. <laughs> and they sit and they get saved and they sit in the church and they sit and they soak and they get spoiled rotten. Pastor changed my diaper. Why did you come see me when I was sick? Well, 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 well. You got folks on the milk. You got folks in the meat. Three kinds of people. Write these people down. Number one, you have settlers. Number two, you have museum keepers. Number three, you have pioneers. A settler is someone saved and loving God, but they're settling for a little dab of do you. Settling because they're saved and they're going to heaven. Number two, you got museum keepers. Those are the people that look back and dust off the memories of the past. Oh, pa Apostle Angie, that was the good old days. That was the back in the days when revival was good. That was back when church was great. But then you got people <laughs> like me. Pioneer spirits. What's a pioneer spirit?
It's always somebody that's pressing into new territory, pressing into a new anointing, pressing into a new assignment. Paul said after 30 years of his ministry, I want to know him and in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, I have not got it yet, but I don't look back no more. I forget those things which are behind me. I press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ I am a presser. Come on, are you a pioneer? Are you still hungry? Are you still thirsty? Do you want to see his glory and his power as you've seen him in the sanctuary? But some folks fall to just settle. I love the Lord. The Lord been really good to me. But they're greedy. See, you're greedy if you don't share the anointing. The gospel, it is the power. Come on. Are you alive today? There is no power shortage in the kingdom. This, I've been preaching 24 years of my life. Check this out. When I got saved, I was praying right before I'd preach. I say, Lord... <laughs> I need more of you. God's like, what? I need more of anointing, Jesus. And the Holy Ghost said, where am I going to get it from? I said, I need more of you, Lord. If I can just have some more of you, Lord, I can make it. Tomorrow, I can make it when I preach. And God said, you don't need more of me. You need more revelation of me. You don't need more anointing. You don't need more faith. You need the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You don't see my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, not the lack of going to church. Not the lack of shouting and dancing. Over half of our people in the church, they shout and they dance, but they don't know what they're shouting about. What you praising God for? I don't know. He's been good. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to run the house. For what? I just catch a runner every now and then. You ever, you ever call a runner? No, you need to know what you're shouting about. Come on, somebody. Paul prayed that we would increase in the knowledge of God. Not common sense knowledge, but revealed knowledge. Meaning you have the Holy Spirit. You have inside information. There's a genius that lives in you. He can find your car keys. The Holy Ghost is a genius. If you will listen to Him, He will make you look smart. And the Holy Ghost is a gentleman. He will not interrupt you while you're doing all the talking. Well, you know, I'm just trying to figure out how God's going to do his thing. Holy Spirit's like, can I talk, please? It would be crazy to do all the talking and you have a genius in you. The Holy Ghost don't know just some things. Paul said he knows even the deep things. <laughs> you know, in the church, he used to say, Well, you know, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, nor entered into the hearts of men what God got his foot people. Read the Bible. But God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. God ain't hiding it from you. God's hiding it for you. Paul said, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. You need a revelation of the power of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And Paul said, it's my gospel. He had a relationship with the gospel. We got to quit preaching a sermon and start being a sermon. The world don't want to hear another sermon. 
I'm sweating all the time. Maybe I'll like... The world don't want to hear another church sermon. The world needs to see the glory and the power of God in the people, in the saints, in the children of the Most High God. And you are a glory carrier. You carry the glory. You carry the fire. Most of our people in Apostle Angie live down here until Sunday. And on Sunday, Pastor, they live up here. Then on Monday, they live back down here. Are you hearing me? Brother Hagin, who taught me a lot of things, still is. Brother Hagin said that when he got saved, he had a truckload of unworthiness. A church can make you feel unworthy, right? I was smoking dope, getting high. Come on, long hair. Look like Snoop D-O-double G. You know, having a little pimp walk going on. What's up, baby? What's up, homie G? Don't know me? Y'all in a hurry, are you? It's not even drinking time yet. Hold on. You are in the drinking section, too, so okay? And we have drinking music. And the church put me in hell, Pastor. And my feet were close. I mean, I was almost there. And Brother Hagen said, Brother Hagen said that I, I brought around a bunch of unworthiness until Jesus came to him in a vision and saw him like this right here. And Brother Hagin said, oh, Lord, for that feet. And he said, oh, Lord, I'm so unworthy as me. And Jesus says, stand up on your feet. I have made you righteous. God did not make you 25% righteous. God will not make a new unrighteous creature. God would not make a new unrighteous creature. Come on, read your Bible. He did not know sin, but he became sin. So we could be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are 100% first class righteous. Woo! Wait a minute, Lord. It ain't nobody as righteous as you. I thought you was in him. I thought that whatever is in the vines and the branches, the same stuff that's in the vine is in the branches. Woo! The same power that's in Jesus is in you. If you have been joined to the Lord, you are one spirit. You share his blood. You share his blessing. You share his life. You share his righteousness. I'm not ashamed of this gospel. For it is the power of God. To what? To what? Talk to me, church. Bible class. I'm not a very good Bible teacher. Lord, forgive me. I am sweating. Lord, I'm just a little bit Pentecostal. Just pray for me. Don't you leave. When you leave here, I must give you something I got. You must get something that I've been walking in. Don't you want an impartation? You must get something that I got. Aha, a good dose of the Holy Ghost. Some of y'all need a good dose of the Holy Ghost. Some people need a faith lift, and some folks need a face lift. Many when the Lord lights you up, your face is shining like a noonday sun. That you don't need no cream, that you don't need no makeup, that you get in the glory. And you're like, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. God's going to take care of me. I've been in the glory. Hallelujah. But if you've been just a normal church, the church was just great. They had a good lunch. Are you hearing me? The gospel is the power that brings, listen, salvation. 
You don't know what salvation is, do you? Well, yes, salvation is a saving of my sins. That's just one part. He didn't just die for your sins. You mean the blood was just shed for your sins? No, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. I'm done. Curse of the law. He redeemed us from that old condition and gave us a new condition. Y'all done. And therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, a new species of being that's never existed before. You ain't just a human. Well, you know, I'm just a human. I'm trying to serve the Lord. And you know, uh, the struggle is real. And um, you know, it's hard to make money in Christ. Said, Well, you have what you say. But I'm not just a human. I'm a new kind of human. New kind and quality. I'm a new kind. I'm God kind. I'm God like. I've been made in his image. I have a new DNA, a new spirit, a new nature, a new love, a new mind. I have the mind of a genius. Woo! You know, I'm old and my memory's horrible. Proverbs said that God has gave the blessed people a great memory. Come on, somebody. He's given you blessed memory that the Holy Ghost can give you a good memory. Quit cursing yourself and start blessing yourself. You know I'm old and I'm feeble. Okay. You want that? You want that? Because your confession takes you into possession. (laughs) Your confession brings you into possession. And the things you possess, you must confess. Ah, you got to get a grip on your lip before you slip. (laughs) She brought me in. And she knew what she was getting herself into when she got me into church. Because <laughs> I'm an only preacher. I'm only. I'm so old the devil can't get his hands on me. He's like, I, that sucker is slippery. I can't get nothing known, Delta. Come on, somebody. You can be so much in God. You can be so only that the devil can't get his hands on you. Oh, Jesus. I pass him through. What is the anointing? Let me break it down for you. It's when God puts his super on your natural. Super. The anointing in Hebrew is a rub to smear, to massage. It's all, it's all of joy. People say, you know, I was raised in a church, so I know church folks. They're so funny. You know, I'm part of the intercession crew. Really? Yeah. I've been before the Lord. And ain't got no kind of smile. I'm just believing God. I said, you ain't been with Jesus. I'll just tell you. You heard about the folks in Louisiana. The, the joke about the people in Louisiana that were duck hunting down south. I'll make you laugh. Because laughter is good for your heart. It brings healing to your, to your body. But down there in Louisiana, there's old country folks who duck hunting. Ducks are coming in. was killing them, boy. Game board said, let me see your gun and your bullets and your hunting license. That man said, right, we don't shoot no ducks with no guns. He said, how you kill all these ducks? He said, we give them the ugly face. When ducks start coming in, we go, and ducks just fall dead. Game Boy said, I don't believe none of that stuff. He said, I'll show you. Here comes some ducks. They coming in, and them old guys said, and ducks start dying. That Game Boy said, I ain't never saw nobody like that. That guy said, well, you know, we was taking Grandma, but Grandma had stayed at the house. <laughs> we were killing way too many ducks. My point is, you can come to church and you think you're scaring the devil because you are so scary and so ugly. <sighs> but really, the best way to submit to the, the best way to resist the devil is to laugh. Because the devil is used to it when he shows up and you go, oh, it's the devil. 
It's the devil's over there. No, but when he, the devil shows up, you go, ha, 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 ha. I greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. In Christ, I'll always triumph. Listen, your laughter does something to your body. Peter said, when you believe, you rejoice. Ha, ha. With joy. Joy. <laughs> Uh, uh, joy, come on, unspeakable, full of glory, aha, so when the glory comes in and it's full, the joy brings the glory, y'all hear me, C.S. Lewis did this about joy, write this down, joy is the serious business of heaven. Think about that 10 years. Joy is the serious, listen, business of heaven. What's that mean? When heaven is conducting serious business on your behalf. <laughs> the greatest withdrawals and battles won in heaven is done in the atmosphere of joy. Psalms 126. But when the Lord turned our captivity, we were like a dream. Then he filled my mouth with laughter and my tongue with singing. Then the heathen said, Them folks in cross it, the Lord has done great things for them. Wherefore we are glad. So when you're laughing and rejoicing and glorifying the Lord and praising God and rejoicing and, and worshiping the God, that's how we fight our battles. That's when things are being done in the heavenlies. Paul said, I know that God's getting ready to turn this thing for me. He's going to turn this thing around for me as I'm going to rejoice and laugh at the devil. I'm laughing at demons. I'm laughing at situations. And I'm laughing at circumstances. I know my Redeemer lives. I know in whom I have believed. I know He is faithful to do it. The gospel is the power of God to salvation, to healing, come on, to prosperity, to blessing. He didn't just die for your sin. The blood paid the bill. And he left you with zero balance. Ha ha. The gospel is the power for everyone, listen, that believes. Meaning, believing God, listen, unlocks the power. Jesus said, if you can just believe God, all things. Not some things. All things are possible. Listen, to him that believes. John 11 verse 40 said, if you can just believe me, I'll show you the glory of God. Meaning, believing God opens the door to the supernatural. It's, you're not the performer. There is no pressure on you. Your job is just believe. Come on. Your job is not to figure it out. Your job is to face it out. Yeah. I'm done. It's not your job to work it out. Well, you know, I'm just working on myself. I need some help. Well, you need some professional help. We all need professional help. And we have the Holy Spirit who is a professional helper. I said, help, not do it all for you. Yeah. Romans 8, 26 says, Howbeit the Spirit helpeth all infirmities. You know what that means in the Bible? Message Bible? He is there to help you with a helping hand. Kingdom assistance. He's my assistant. The Holy Spirit is my teacher. He's my strengthener. He's my media. He's my advocate. He's my lawyer. It would be dumb to hire a lawyer dumber than you. 
Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit works on our case. Come on. He can do more in five seconds than we can do in five minutes. We can make room for the Holy Ghost. Yield and respond to Him. Come on. He ain't going to make you dance, make you shout, make you fall out. He ain't going to make you pay tithes. That ain't happened yet. A lot of churches don't tithe. He ain't going to make you pay tithes. He's going to prompt you to do it. He's going to nudge you to do it. Come on. He is a gentleman. He wants an invitation. But he don't want a visitation. He wants a habitation. When the Holy Spirit moves in, he ain't coming in for the weekend. He's co- he ain't coming in until on Sundays. He's moving in and bringing all his things with him. If I was to move in with you, I would bring all my stuff, wouldn't I? I'd bring, I ain't going to. I'd bring all my clothes. Are you alive today? Y'all ain't tired. Y'all full of the Holy Ghost. Full of them. When you get full of them, you can't sin. You get full, you start drinking from God, you're like, what's sin? You start drinking, you need to start drinking and quit thinking. If you drink better, you'll think better. I'm trying to figure out how God's going to work my ministry. You don't know how, you, you don't have a clue, baby. Just drink. Just drink and quit thinking. Let me get my checkbook out. How I'm going to make it day by day. Give your tithes. That's how you raise your income. Hallelujah. I don't work for a living. I work for a giving. I don't work for money. Money works for me. The money will come. I have what I say. The money will come. Wealth will come. Ha-ha. Have what I say. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. I would not lack. I would not lack for strength. I would not lack for ability. I would never lack for money. The money will come. My confession opened the door for the supernatural. My words unlock things into heaven. If I came to this house and moved, moved in with him, I'd bring all my furniture. You feeling me? All my duck hunt stuff. That ain't good. All my stuff, right? Well, when you got saved, the Holy Spirit moved in. He didn't just bring in just one container of joy. Jesus did not go through what he went through to help you a little bit. He didn't come to help you a little bit. He didn't come to get you saved and filled with the Spirit of God and you cannot live a holy life. No, he didn't come just to help you. He came to free you. The Holy Spirit moves into our spirit man. Come on now. I call, this is what I call being filled with the Holy Spirit. God's head pass operation. What's that mean? When you're filled with the Spirit of God, He bypasses your head. You know why? Because you have blockages in there. (laughs) He knows that we ain't smart. He knows we're slow learners. And the Holy Spirit will stick with you even if you're a slow learner. The Holy Spirit has a great reputation for taking losers and making great champions. Yeah. Are you hearing me today? The Holy Spirit comes into us. He's not moving in for the weekend. Come on now. He's coming into us and He's living in us and He's t- training our spirit to live a, not a normal life no more. We don't need a normal life. We don't need normal, normal services. We don't need any more planned services. We need supernatural encounters of the glory of God. That's what's going to set people free. Every drug addicted, come on, every person hooked on pornography and drugs and demons and witchcraft, when the Spirit of God is not by might or by power, but by His Spirit. Well, I just thought the apostle and the prophet and the pastor and the evangelist have an anointing. Are you in Christ? 
All the promises of God are yes and amen in Him. Over 140 times Paul said in Him. Created in Him. Blessed in Him. Chosen in Him. Redeemed in Him. I am Him. You look a lot better in Him. Outside of Him. You've got the new nature. You're a new man. You're not just a champion. You are the heavyweight disputed champion that the Christ, the anointed one, the gospel, the power, the anointing, the life of God. You know, I thought, I thought eternal life was in heaven. It's not in heaven. Eternal life began when you received Jesus. Eternal life is inside your spirit. You are spirit, soul, and body. Your body is the voice of your feelings. Your body is saying, don't go to church. Your body says, do some laundry. Right? Your spirit says, But your body is saying, you ain't got time to pray. Get on Facebook. But your spirit says, That we live a different life. We don't live a natural life. We don't even live for God. God lives in us. His life is in us. What's life mean in Greek? It's a Zoe life. It's the God kind of life. I come to give you life and life more abundantly. That ain't no car. That ain't no house. That ain't no Cadillac. That's living full of the Holy Ghost. Y'all full yet? Aha. Ephesians 5.18 said, be, Don't be drunk with wine. You know, one beer won't really hurt me. It won't? Go to the graveyard. Ask them. I just need a cold beer. My life has had a hard day today. You know, life is tough. Like this life I got, it's not natural life. Oh, I got supernatural life. Huh? But be filled. Commandment. Greek means be being filled. Aha. Or the message Bible says drink huge drops of him. Ha. You can't drink with your mouth closed. <laughs> no, but John 7 verse 37 says if you're thirsty, come and drink. He did not say come and think. You will drink better. You will think better. You will let go of stinky thinking. Religious thinking and sin consciousness thinking. I'm just never good enough. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. You're either a sinner or you're saved by grace. You're one of the two, baby. Well, you know, everybody sins. Yeah, we do mess up. We ain't perfect yet. There's one thing from sinning and one thing to go willful sin. It's one thing that that stove was hot. You did know that a fly cannot land on a hot stove? <laughs> a fly cannot land on a hot stove. The devil really can't land on you when you're hot. It's only when you get comfortable and cool and you peter pat with sin and you look at a little playboy and you drink a little beer and smoke a little weed and you come to church and go, oh! I love the Lord. I can't, it's called faking and shaking. Faking and shaking. Are you hearing me today? Ha. Huh. People say, you drink every day? You smoke every day? What are you smoking on? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? <laughs> <laughs> What are you drinking on? I'm drinking on there's something in the water. <laughs> there must be something in the water. I'm drinking some water. You need some water. Ha-ha. 
Oh, I'm getting drunk now. <laughs> you know when you're drunk, you love everybody. You know, I love you, baby. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't seen nothing yet, have y'all? <laughs> Up in another rim. <laughs> uh, I've been drinking. Ha 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 ha. Drink. Quit thinking and start drinking. Quit thinking about how you're going to be a preacher and just start preaching at the dollar store. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Ha ha ha. You just start preaching the gospel. I was 16 years old in my kitchen and here came Jesus. And I was smoking blunts along with my leg. You know, you know what blunt is? Don't let me break it down for you. In church, high on dope. And the church ain't got the power to bring me out. Come on. Are you hearing me today? I was crystal meth, LSD. I took some shroom tea. I took trips not even leaving the earth. <laughs> uh, I seen things that you ain't. Woo! Newports, menthol, and a short, Bud Light in a bottle, baby. Long hair down to here, had dreadlocks like Snoop, D O double G O G D G B G. Throwing up the gang side, Crip sign. Folk, they couldn't tell me nothing. I was 16. I knew everything. My mom would say, boy, one of these days, you hear that finger? You're going to be a Pentecostal preacher. I said, mama, you smoking my weed. You didn't buy this sack of dope, mama. Remember, Smokey, you didn't put in on this, bro. You didn't, you didn't buy this. Don't be so religious. Don't you talking about that. Come on, lighten up a little bit. Be so religious. You know, I see your, your halo in your head. You ain't perfect. You should, you should hit that joint every now and then. Ha-ha. I'm hitting it now. I'm hitting the glory now. Glory's hitting on me. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Woo, glory. 16-year-old kid, I didn't even know the, who the Holy Spirit was. Do you know that? My mom would call prayer meetings in my house. She'd invite Big Mama over. And they'd get in my bedroom and pray. I would raise the wind up in my bedroom and say, Devil, you get out of my son's room. And they would catch a runner in this room. I call them first responders. And I was a sweet Baptist boy. I didn't know. I went to the Assembly God Church. Pastor, they was falling out, dancing, speaking in foreign languages. I went for the girls. That girl was hot. Hey, baby, what's up, baby? What you got going on? I'm going to church. I'm going, I go to church with you, baby. You hot. I was on the back row. I was 16 years old, and the Holy Ghost came in my kitchen. Knocked me out. Nobody picked me up. Nobody caught me. Nobody put a towel over me and said, he's slain God touched me. Three hours slain in spirit, got up, started preaching the gospel. Did not have an armor barrier. Did not have nobody get help me to get in ministry. Didn't go to cemetery or seminary. <laughs> they told me, he said, brother, you gotta go to seminary. I said, who? Seminary? 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 I would just spend hours in my lays on my floor seeking God, asking God, why do you pick me for what you want, Lord? He said, I've called you to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. So as a 17-year-old boy, went to Peru, went to South America, and preached over a month and saw 5,800 saved. Saw 400 miracles, blind eyes, deaf ears, lame walking. Witch doctors set free by the power of God. Ministry is not lights. It's not popularity. Ministry is not even television. I've been on TV. 
Ministry has nothing to do with you and I. It's everything to do with Jesus and those people out there. You want to grow a ministry? I tell you how you grow a ministry. You go win the lost. Then you get them in here and you ask the Lord. See, we want to clean them up. We're not to clean them up. Billy Graham said, your job is to love them. The Holy Spirit's job is to convict them. You love them. You pray for them. You don't work on them. You don't preach on them. You love the sin out of them. You can love the hell out of them. Church will try to preach the hell out of you. Boy, you better get saved. You be going to hell. You're going to hell. I knew I was going to hell. I had a degree in sin. I had a degree in sin. I had a, de- had a degree in getting a girlfriend. I can get one like that. I can talk. What's up, baby? What you got going on, baby? Let me buy you a cheeseburger. <laughs> Not knowing my talk was my anointing. My charisma was, my, was that anointed upon me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Aha. So I just started preaching. I was 16 years old here. I preached at Walmart. I preached in Dollar Store. Then church would begin to invite me. And here I am. 20, almost 25 years later. God's been good to me. Preaching in some big churches and some small churches. And uh, preach. Not one time have I asked for an offering. I've never asked for an offering. I don't preach for income. I preach for the outcome. You can sow into my ministry financially, but you don't support me. God supports me. God going to take care of me whether you give me money or not, baby. Because I'm living by faith. And they do give, they, they don't give. I don't care. I'm not in it for the finances. I'm in it because people are dying and going to hell. Do, do you understand what time we're living in? You want to be a preacher? Let's be a Christian first. Then let's be a preacher after we be a Christian. Preacher means to be a reacher. If you're not reaching, you ain't preaching. If your ministry is not dirty, you're not in ministry. We want to be on TV. We want to be with Pastor Rob Parsley. I know. We want to be with Creflo. I like all of them. I've been, I understand. I've, been, I've seen them preach. That's not, that's not all about ministry. About ministry is hugging someone that stinks like sin. Jesus ate with the sinners. And he said, I'm a friend of them. I'm a friend of sinners. Hallelujah. But this is the time to get the gospel out. The good news that Jesus loves you, that God is on your side. Good news is you don't have to go to hell. You don't have to be in sin. You don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be fearful. You can live in his presence. Come on, church. You hearing me today? You don't just have to come to church to get this anointing. You live in it every day. I drink. I'm not just a social drinker. I drink all the time. I'm not just an amateur of faith. I'm a professional of faith. I live by what I say. I live by faith. So if you're evangelist in here, and if you want to get a ministry going on, start where you're at. Start under your apostle. Apostle, what can I do for you? How can I serve you today? What can I do? What can I do for this church? Yeah. That's where you start. I started mowing the church lawn, cleaning up toilets, painting walls. I didn't start preaching to God. I started down. I used to carry my pastor's black bag everywhere he went. Serving brings the anointing. Too many times we want to study the moves of God, but we don't want to serve the move of God. David said, I serve my generation. I serve it. Hallelujah. Serve one another. Submit to one another. Now, I believe in the laying on of hands. I believe that in my hands is an anointing. 
that when I touch you, it's going to come on you. The same anointing that Les Smith Wigglesworth, Summerall, Pastor Rob Parsley, Dad Hagen is on me now. I have received it, impartation. And I've come to give it to you. Because Jesus said, freely I have received, freely I give. Now this anointing is not to be beautiful, but it's to go out there and touch people. Heal people, deliver people, set people free. Your hands, you shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall not be sick no more. It shall be natural. It should be like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. Now, oh, my God, do you know that God heard my prayers? Duh. He ain't the Godfather. He's the good father. He works through me. I just believe. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.